Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Welcome back to a new episode of Swinging Through Spider-Man. It's actually our 40th episode, so for 40 times, you've actually been listening to me and Brad go through a comic we know nothing about and uh, kind of ruin it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, hearing the feedback every week where it's just like, yes, that was an insightful way for me to think about one of my favourite heroes, which I never want to think about ever again. Cheers. Yeah, so in case you don't know, Swinging Free Spider-Man is a podcast where I read a comic from the Amazing Spider-Man series, originally by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. To my mate Brad, uh, I read them. He doesn't know anything. I don't know anything when I'm reading them, to be honest. But I feed back to him. I explain the story, the plot, and we're kind of finding our way in this Spider-Man universe, right? Mm-hmm. Doing our thing. I find our um, way. It's stumpy. So, do you ever remember... Um... What was it? Was it Insidious? Or what was that movie when there was like a, uh, there was like, the geese had to stumble around in the fucking dark next world and there's no fucking light and there's fucking things screaming at him. And that's the way how we're finding I bet that's Insidious. It is Insidious. I bet it is. I put money on that being Insidious. I haven't seen Insidious. I know there's a red man behind the man. That's enough for me. Yeah, yeah, it's Insidious. Instantly enough, um, we're part of the Outpost Independent Network from our city of Birmingham. It's podcast from the center of our universe. Um, of course, you'll find us on there. You'll find Fred, and you'll find Beware of the Leopard, the panel show that goes from A to Z through the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So, if you like us, you probably like them. If you like those podcasts, you probably won't like us because uh, <laughs> we don't know what we do through any of this. Uh, those are expertly produced podcasts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, you can contact us at Spidey Podcast on Twitter or through our email accounts. We would very much like to receive emails from you. Swinging through Spidey at gmail.com and that's Spidey with an E-Y. And that's about it for the homework, man. Um, where did we leave off last time, Brad? Um, Molten Man got seriously bondaged until the police come and took him away. That's, yeah, pretty much it. It was a very, we got 40 minutes out of the shortest script I've ever produced for this podcast. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, content it, overload. It all went there. a bit Fifty Shades of Spider, Fifty Shades of Red and Blue. It did, it did. It really, it really fucking did. Um, but we've had uh, comments about that that we uh, actually, how did we get so much out of that? And I'm like, well, because it, we enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, the Stanley and Steve Ditko era is ending very soon, and uh, you can probably tell. Yeah, you, actually, you get, you get vibes <laughs> from from the comics, man. Yeah, the, they're phoning it in. They absolutely, absolutely, because I'm usually you have loads of panels and it's quite intricate and I'm not dissing it, but the last couple have been like three panels a page, just like yeah, just, fuck just it. dick code going like get it out of the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and uh, no, it's still really fucking good to be honest, but it's clearly like it's not there anymore, and you can tell, genuinely tell. But uh, in terms of Spider-Man's story, his uh, ex-girlfriend, Betty, has run off. He thinks that she's eloped with her quote-unquote lover, 
Ed Leeds. I don't know if that's the case, but he thinks that. Mm. And uh, that's it, really. Hook yeah, up, it, for once, not everything's crashing down in Spidey's world, is it? It's uh, his aunt's out of hospital, safe and sound. Um, she's no longer got um radioactive cancer. Um, Liz, Liz Allen's fucked off. Um, Betty's fucked off. He's sort of like he's in a state of non-movement at the moment, isn't he? Absolutely. Um, it's not really progressing after his heroics a few episodes ago, but uh, I think that's that's life, isn't it? You have that big burst of excitement and then it goes back to normal. Yeah, I think you're about right. Um, so yeah, we'll get into our 40th episode, and this is issue 36 of the Amazing Spider-Man. We'll get into it straight away. Um, <laughs> so this story starts off um a geezer, well, it's an asteroid strike, right? And a geezer finds like a fresh meteorite in the ground. No, like holy fuck, no. this is awesome. <laughs> fresh as fuck. He's like a a part time scientist kind of bloke. Um, he sees this as an opportunity to get funding, so he takes it to a lab to receive investment. The the, the scientists say that they're not interested, so he's turned away by labs for investment in funding. Well, he, so... he comes in, right? Because he's 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 a scientist. He's he's a lab guy. So he knows nothing about sales. Let's face it. He just walks in and just plonks his fucking pebble on the, on the side. Just gives them the eye and goes, how much? How much, folks? Pretty much, man. <laughs> like, I don't know where he finds the meteorite. He just, like, fucking lands and he's like, oh, wow, it's a meteorite. And he goes straight before to the scientists and they're like, no, man. We we just want to make some fucking hair tonic. <laughs> Try a bank. <laughs> He's he's trying all the other science, which have absolutely nothing to do with astronomer. Yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's, he goes down to the robotics lab and they're just like, for the last time, Dave, we don't want your fucking pebble. <laughs> yeah, and he tries all the labs and stuff, and they're not interested. So he goes to the bank, and of course, um, like so, he goes to the bank with a rock, like, and asks for like investment, and he says, "I'll pay you back with interest." And they're like, "No, come on." And uh, he says, you'll be sorry. So he's clearly the villa. We know, we know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not even like, you'll be sorry. It's like a, you'll be sorry. You'll all be sorry. And the count, the counter that's the sixth time this week that like, we've turned someone down for a loan and they threatened us. Where does this end? <laughs> they they need to they need to get the Second Amendment out like uh, my boy from the last comic. <laughs> yeah, pull the, pull the fucking piece. And he's got no superpowers. You can take him. But uh, no cash is coming in. And this bloke, his name is Norton. Norton G. Fester. Right. No, you're having a laugh. His name is not Norton G. Fester. Sounds like a fucking Crash Bandicoot villain. <laughs> I can't make up my mind whether that is an absolutely fantastic name or a terrible name. It's a bad name. Is it, is it, no, no, hold on. Clarify, is it a bad name as in bad? Or is it, that's bad, man? No, that's... It's a terrible name. Oh, terrible. Okay, just glad we're clearing up. <laughs> no, I'm from a very rough part of town, all right? Brad, Norton. If anyone comes up to you, called Norton. Norton. Yeah, G- but he's... he's Vesta. Yeah, but his middle name is G, so he's clearly gangster. That doesn't stand... It, it probably stands for, like, Norton Gabriel Vesta. 
<laughs> the whitest name in the world. <laughs> Norton Garfield Fester. <laughs> That's it. His name's Garfield now. Um, he takes his meteorite to his own lab to just do the research himself. He's in a bad mood, mate, so he's uh, quite heavy-handed with it. He takes a chisel to it, yeah, and he fucking slaps slaps the chisel with a hammer, and it like literally fucking puffs gas into his face. It just shits all over him. It literally farts at him like... <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like could you imagine a meteorite just deflating? Like, Yeah, it's like a fucking whoopee cushion. And he, he's, he can't breathe. He's like, it's choking me. It's I'm choking not, me. I'm not going to lie, man. You get a foreign object from outer space. Yeah. The first thing you do is slap <laughs> it with the most heavy fucking machinery you can. It's Whilst not- your face is unguarded. It's not even like a, a small hammer of it. That is a fucking mallet. That is yeah, a straight a rubber mallet. mallet and a chisel. He pops a chisel right into it and then he, goes, he rears up and goes... Hits <laughs> 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 it as hard as he can. <laughs> of course, and it just sprays at him like a fucking... Remember our teacher, Mr. Bailey? And he said, if you see a skunk in the road, you have to... F- Fucking hit it as hard as you can. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you slow down, it's fucking your car up. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It's like thing it's is, every, to hit every time, every time he told that story, all I could imagine is that like the skunk would be nowhere near the fucking path that he needs to go down. <laughs> it's like you know when you're playing GTA and there's like a group of pedestrians on the sidewalk and you're just like, I'm just gonna take a detour, a quick detour, <laughs> you just end up fucking mowing them all down. That's what I envision him doing. Oh. Oh, yeah, like going into instead it. of it's instead of like oh. it's ragdoll physics, it's literally just a skunk on his wing mirror. It's flat. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is what any any time you hit something from space and it spurts shit at you like alien, um, you choke, you fall unconscious, and you drop the best, because that space gas. The best thing that I love us. about this is the fact that he says, "Can't breathe. It's choking me. Got to get away from it." Don't know about you. Yeah, but it's spraying yeah, gas yeah, yeah, at yeah. him. It's like so. Dead. So what's the best thing to do? Talk into it. <laughs> so you're absorbing more gas into your mouth. What he's done is open his mouth as wide as, like, as he can and shout as loud as he can whilst the gas is in him. <laughs> if I put my lips over the pressure hole, there will be no more gas. Yeah. Um. So he falls unconscious and he wakes up and he finds that quickly that his muscle mass has improved, his agility has improved, and he can jump and fucking run everywhere. Oh, so... So, so the meteorite was was just full of pre workout. <laughs> it's creatine. <laughs> yeah, uh, when he hits the pre, he's fucking banging those weights, mate. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to guess this guy's about to do some CrossFit on Spider Man. When I've ever went to the gym with our mutual friend Josh Jones, and he he takes ten minutes to set up, he's got a massive bag full of dust, like fucking <laughs> dust. It's like this is illegal in the UK. I'm like, no. You want? He wants them? No, no, <laughs> no. Because he sees heart. He, he has the thing like called the spider, and it's like veins on your chest. He goes, "That's when your heart's like working." I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> that's that's when you die, my friend. That's when you, you you're close to the fucking edge. Um, but uh, our man Norton, he's clearly took the pre. He's uh, well, uh, Garfield, Garfield, Norton, Garfield, Fester. He's took the pre. He's feeling good, and of course, this is when bad instincts take over, mate, because he's got power. <laughs> And he needs money, um, so it won't be used for any good. At no, all. of course not. When does why does no one go? I'm gonna do golf or sports and be good at that. 
when I have a comment straight mate. to the bank. Oh yeah, instantly. Like fucking seconds. Um, but we've got someone to catch up with, mate. That's Peter Parker, who is at Empire State University. Finally, went back to class. Um, he has missed yeah, yeah. loads of classes. Literally, he's just not been going. But the thing is, as well, he has had a lot going on in his life with art, mate, being sick and that and whatnot. But let's let's not forget, he got into class, fucking Scott Fruit, with his scholarship. So could you just imagine what his professor thinks of him? Like, even if he got his head down and really studied hard, like he'd still, he'd still be getting Fs left, right, and centre because he just didn't, they wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, like regular old running. Thomas Edison. Oh yeah, walking around, fucking strutting like a peacock. His big old brain. Now you turn up on class at the same time as everyone else. Don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter if you got a scholarship, man. You still got to apply yourself. So uh, he has missed a bunch of classes. The comic makes us aware that when he was fighting Craven and the Molten Man, that he wasn't attending classes at all. He literally fucking blew it's, it off to fight these. It's people. also that that, t- that time is slightly moving forward with these comics. Oh yeah, they Ev- kind of everything go, other than jail sentences. They go like a day. And then it'll be like, yeah, a few months ago. And I stop. no, two issues ago. It's not a few months in this timeline. It's days. We've come to understand it's days. It doesn't care, mate. Don't try and attribute this to any kind of timeline. It just goes forward. Don't know what pace it goes. It's just going <laughs> forward. So um, he tries it on with one of Gwen Stacy's pals. Gwen Stacy, of course, is a former high school beauty queen who is a hotshot at Empire State University alongside Harry Osborne and Flash Thompson. He tries it on with one of Gwen Stacy's pals who's kind of had an eye on him. Um, she seems to like go for it, but uh, she kind of compliments him too much on how smart he is, and he goes, fucking always with the brain, always with the smarts. And he's, he blows her off. He's like, no, I'll see. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You mean that no one wants this incredibly geeky-looking like, book tooth? Kid. That's the thing, though. That's the thing they say. Like he's because he's filling out his clothes. He's like he looks proper good. Yeah, looking hench. Like he's not the same person he was at high school. He's like filling out his clothes. He looks good, and he's confident, and he ignores people. So he's like he's genuinely getting to like a part where he's attractive to people. And she goes for him, and they kind of hit it off. And she he's, she mentions how smart he is. I think he's probably the smartest person. Here. He's like, no, why is it always with the egghead stuff? Why is it with the brow? Come on. It's not all about the brain with me. And uh, he blows her off. And uh, Gwen Stacy oversees this, of course. And uh, the stereotype of Pete continues. He's, f- he's falling into type. Of course. It's like, it's like it's like he can't do anything but do do that. He just he gets himself into a situation. He just fucking typecasts himself. Yeah, but he kind of says it as a good thing because he goes, well, I don't want another Betty Brandt situation developing. So no, I'm not going to go out with a woman. To, to be fair, smart move. Actual you don't want to do that that fast. I don't know. It probably hasn't been that fast, really, has it? I don't know. It's clearly still affecting him, but I don't know how far along we are from that, even though it's an issue. I don't know how long the gap is. Like, probably a few days. Mm. Like, it could be hours knowing Peter. No, on the other side of the town, a situation develops as the looter, who he isn't your ordinary bank robber. He robs a bank. This is clearly Garfield, Fester, Foster, whatever he's, Norton. That bloke, the meteor man, um, he's the looter, clearly. Um, he's not your ordinary bank robber. He can jump really high and punch really hard. So he's got all the powers of Captain America. He's like, his costume's fucking weird. It's it's really cool, but it seems so out of type for this comic. It's like, wow. Yeah, I was about to say, I do, I do quite like it. 
But the worrying thing that I have from this is that he clearly just had that lying about. Oh, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like he was just like, I'm going to keep this in the closet just in case one day, maybe, just maybe, I, you know. Get just does it. I, I, you know, I don't know what it is about Ditko's inking, but when he does like purple, it's always so nice. Like the purple outfits are so cool. They do. That is a good outfit, though. It's like very sporty. Yeah, it's, it looks like utilitarian, really. It looks like it's very purposeful. Yeah, it looks like streamlined and it works. So for me, that's a 10 out of 10 instantly. Oh, yeah. But uh, no. Uh, he, the looter steals everything. And I'm, just, name... I'm sorry. I'm just imagining the looter leaving like an Amazon review on his new costume. Just being like, <laughs> yes, it was very, it was, it was very, uh, very breathable. <laughs> he comes in. No, he comes in and he goes, I'm the best dressed like supervillain. Um, and he's robbing everyone. He goes, here's my business card, guys. If you did like this experience, can you please, please feedback? You know, it'd be really important if you get back five stars. Um, you know, if, if that's okay, um, <laughs> I've really tried. Um, I know it's been a bad experience for you, but it's been, you know, I hope it hasn't been as bad as it would be. And everyone's just used to being fucking robbed, so it's really good that the loot is trying to kind of like <laughs> customer experience. Really, really trying to uh, improve that um, UX. Yeah, that fucking user interface. It's all, it's, it's all going well. You know, I'll go straight to the path. I use my desire paths. You know, I don't, I don't be around the bush. I go straight to. Go straight to sewer. Like he, he walks into a bank and it's full of like really old people. He says, "Oh, this isn't my target audience," and just fucking walks out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he's clearly got some design impulse though. Like he's got he's got like these hostages all tied up and he's performing like audits and surveys. He he wants that feedback, man. He needs that feedback and that data to act on. Uh, only a Norton would do such a thing. Oh, Norton! Nobody can contain him. So uh, he ups his game. He starts rubbing well everything he can. <laughs> well, you know, if you're gonna give yourself the name the looter, you you kind of gotta commit. You gotta live up to that. You gotta loot shit. Yeah, I, I'm kind of gonna go back to the GTA thing. Like, you know, when you just rob a store just for the fucking sake of it. Like, you got a Lamborghini back in your in your garage. You own five yachts, a plane, but now nah, you still hold up a convenience store just because you can. No, he 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 wants everything, mate. He wants it. he's up in his game, going for it. But um, yeah, you can see what he wants. He's uh jumping around, taking cash, doing his thing. Why not? Why wouldn't you? But I know I, what I'll do. I'll do. I'll be really good at sports. I'll try my best to be really good at sports, earn some money that way. Yeah, easily you could easily become an NFL player, and you know that those guys those guys just make pure bank. Yeah, get that contract, get paid. Oh, yeah. So uh, this, draw, this draws the attention of, uh, of our hero, Spider-Man, who cannot, for the life of him, find the looter. It's always like that when he's kind of searching around, trying to find someone, and he can't find them. <laughs> he's, he's the only person wearing a bright white and purple Lycra outfit. <laughs> How hard can this man be? be... But you got to think, uh, it's New York City. The geezer's not going to find anyone at all. Where does it... I've seen him find shit in the past using purely just his spider sense. Like, his spider sense is the fucking wonderful coverall for everything. And yet, whenever it could actually come useful, it never actually is. Talking of useful, um, the looter, on the other hand, is worried about his uh, powers fading away. 
reckons that he needs another meteor. He needs to go and find another meteorite and like inhale the gases to boost the powers and keep <laughs> yeah. him like topped up. Halfway through a fucking bank hoist, he just sort of like cradles on the floor. He's just like shivering. Like, just need one more hit, man. <laughs> so he's, he's just like a massive fucking crackhead. He just needs to sniff like space dust. See <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's under there with fucking crooked teeth like what mate <laughs> I'm missing you a fucking song mate the worst Bowie impression I've ever fucking heard in my life I've never heard his voice <laughs> he speaks a little bit more softly he's a bit more like this a bit more like that mate mm. is that better a bit. that passed your fucking test mate it's 10 out of 10 would listen to again alright mate I've, uh, I've come to uh, rob your bank and uh, speak to you about uh, sh- new ways of streaming music on the internet. Is that better? It'll pass. It'll pass. I'll, I'll, I'll take a fucking pass, mate. I'm not, I'm not here to perform for you. you, you you're going to pass better than Peter passes his grades. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Speaking of passing his grades, mate, uh, he hits up, Peter hits up the space exhibit, which is in town. Fucking plot point that was very well missed by Mr. Norton G. What was his name? Vesta. Yeah. All the places yeah. he could have sold his fucking space rock filled with space steroids, and he didn't go to go to the space exhibit. Well, the space exhibit had another space rock. Oh. These things are dime a dozen. No worry, can't fucking sell it. Why is no one hitting this and inhaling the dust? Why is no one hitting them? Next time you see a space rock, hit the you fucking space rock. You know why? Rock. Because Garfield is just a fucking shit scientist. All the other scientists inside this fucking space exhibit was like, when we get to Meteor, the first thing we do is not hit it with a hammer. And he's like, yeah, heavy metal blast fucking ACDC. <laughs> Bang! It's like, it's like a, was it Iron Man 2 when he's trying to create, create the new element? Oh, and he's listening to fucking suicidal tendencies. It's really bad. It's fucking so bad. He's wearing a wife beat of beating the shit out of Captain America. I'm really sorry, and this is a tangent, but you can't be sad if you've got a big fucking metal suit. Mate, cure all all ills in my life that would. If I got a metal suit, I could just pump on any time and fuck off to space. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even be fucking hassled. Mate, imagine... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just imagine like all the mundane shit I would do with it. <laughs> like, imagine if you have the Iron Man suit and someone ever steps to you, like someone pushes in the queue, and you go, someone pushes in front of you in the queue, you just like fucking record their coordinates and you blow up their home. It'd be like nothing bothers you. Nah, see, I'm I'm thinking about like the really like dumb shit I'd do. Like if I had like a telemarketer phone, me, I'd just throw my phone into space. <laughs> Catch it, <laughs> catch it when the call's ended. It could literally fly to where it's gonna land and catch it. And like, it's, uh, you'll have aircon in. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd be fucking cool as fuck. You'd be fucking great. You could go in, like, do you know, in Iron Man One, when he just goes and stops the Taliban doing the Taliban, <laughs> just literally shows up and stops and fucking stops, shooting stops rockets at people. The terrorism. And he fucks off. He's just like, yeah, yeah, sound. I ain't hitting anyone. I'll just catch the rocket. And fuck you know off. what? I'd I'd probably be deaf as well because I'd just be blasting ACDC and Black Sabbath all the fucking time. <laughs> You'd probably be deaf when you catch a bomb and it goes off in your fucking face and you're all right, but your ears aren't. Yeah, I was about to say, we never really see Tony put these uh, the earplugs in. 
Like when I'm on my motorbike and I go any any speed over fifty, I'm just I'm done. I'm done for the rest of the day. And this motherfucker's going a hundred. Oh yeah, he's a like normal. <laughs> anyway, I think anyway. we've spoken enough about Iron Man on this Spider Man podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start reading Iron Man? I've, I've listened to uh, Make Ours Marvel, which is going through the Marvel Universe, and they were reading the first Iron Man comic, and I was like, this is the fucking same as the movie. Like, I didn't know the movie was based on the first Iron Man. I thought they just made it up for the movie. It's literally, he finds a Jewish bloke in a fucking cave and makes an Iron Man suit. But it's not <laughs> in, I don't think it's in um, Iraq. It's like in Vietnam or but something. It's, it's, it's current though, isn't it? Yeah, like they changed it up and I didn't know it was exactly the same. So uh, listen to Make Cars Marvel. It's a really cool podcast. So Peter's at the fucking space exhibit where the space rocks are. Gwen Stacy's all right. Oh, oh, she's there. Well, she's there as well because she's a, she's a dork. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, she's a dog. And uh, she thinks it's fate. Maybe I can actually, you know, the pressure of school isn't there. No one's watching. Maybe I can Wait, actually get to know Peter. So- is Gwen Stacy and Pete, I know they're both in the same university, but are they taking the same classes? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's she's a bit of a, a science, science aficionado too. I mean, to be honest with you, everything fucking reminds me in this comic, right, of the fucking William Defoe going, you know what? I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Because everything yeah, in this is a science. Fucking seconds like you're screaming on that like, gas at the fucking... <laughs> I just remember that terrifying me. Like he, t- he got the gas hit him, and he just starts screaming, not really angrily. <laughs> why? Why? What has this done? Fucking great green, go- green goblin man. Just, he's just missing a bag of cans. Screaming, yeah. So uh, Gwen Stacy's at the thing, and she's like, the pressure of university isn't here. No one's watching. Maybe I can get to know him and see what the crack is. Um, I could just, you know, accidentally bump into him. I'll do, I'll do like, that. Like get him off his guard. Maybe he won't be so frosty. Yeah, but, but Peter's on there for one thing only, and it's to get his mind off better. Oh, I didn't, didn't, didn't realise he'd be he'd still be so hung up on her, considering... He's very hung up. He's, he's rejected a lot three times. Yeah, he's just straight up ignored her and went, fuck off, better. I suppose that ship has sailed with a brother in it. Yeah, it's gone, man. I think we've been clear since our live episode that it's dead and gone. He just needs to move on, really, though. It's, uh... it's just sad. That's what he's trying to do. Mm. Trying to. So Gwen, she tries to catch Pete's eye, but Pete's too wrapped up in the spaceship, to be honest. And so uh, Gwen isn't impressed, and she uh, storms off. But she storms off just as a looter breaks into the uh, museum to steal the space rock. Well, no way. <laughs> Peter runs for cover and uh, Gwen Gwen's like oh he's a fucking coward as well rough <laughs> rough like, he's an unmitigated rough. coward <laughs> that's what that's she says that is my new insult it's so good but he's like the looter jumps in and Pete's the only one in a full fucking oh sprint. yeah like zero to a hundred Usain Bolt man and of course Spider-Man Leaps onto the scene to confront the looter. Because that's what Pete's went to do. He hasn't went to run off like a coward. Yeah, but he's, at, at this point, he's probably just like, ah, oh, the, the looter's just like a, uh, uh, just another another guy, just another another. Yeah, criminal. I'll take this prick out in seconds. No, what happens is yeah. he gets fucking hit in the head by the looter and bludgeoned with a fucking expensive fucking massive statue. 
Fucking hell. I, 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 you know what? I've got I gotta give it I've gotta give it to Ditko. The more he's gave less of a fuck about how much he's doing for these comics, the better the punches are getting. The more Spider Man gets battered. <laughs> he he literally gets flattened like like the <laughs> the looter uses that huge machine like you would a rolled up newspaper on an actual spider. Yeah, and <laughs> flattens him up against the wall. Just both hands are like fuck, have this urn off your teeth. The looter flees while shining a dazzling light to blind the crowd and Spidey. Spidey follows. Um, Spidey... You know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset about this because this is the first time that the looters actually came across anyone that could genuinely stop him, and he's instantly ready. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm done. But I'm going for yeah. it." Yeah, is that spaceship man? Fucking space steroids. I thought his powers were weakening. Does this mean that he was originally stronger than Spider? Maybe he's not weakening. Maybe he thinks he's weak. He just thinks he's weakening. Well, he's just... I'm, just, I'm just coming down, man. I just need a, just need a, another hit. <laughs> he's terrified just, uh... that he's coming off the drug, but he's never coming off the drug. That's the, that's the fucking key. Stay in school, kids. So Spidey follows into the dazzling light and smartly closes his eyes so he's running with his eyes shut and uh, uses his spider sense to uh, sense where the looter is without looking. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't just run into the light windmilling again. Yeah, but look how terrifying that panel is when uh, he's just sprinting into the looter. He looks fucking hench. Oh yeah, he looks massive. massive jacked Rip. as fuck. Yeah, he closed his eyes and it's like, oh, I'll just follow him with my spidey sense. The looter's, two like, the looter's like, this doesn't work. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to chuck a statue onto a crowd of people you can't see. This geezer is cold. And Spidey, <laughs> Stone cold. Spidey's, cold. Got, uh, Spidey's got to deal with that. So uh, he uh, stops the statue crushing people and that lets the looter flee into the night. Uh, Little prick. Not happy with that. No, it's a cheap shot. Peter changes out of his hero duds and walks back onto the scene. Gwen Stacy, uh, she's not impressed with him. And this shows, because a day or so later at uni, she joins him with a group of people in mocking Peter. That's also cold. But he, he heads up to him and he's like, oh, what's up, fellas? Oh, what's, what's, <laughs> what's crack a lack him? And they're like, yeah, fuck off, Pete. <laughs> and Gwen's like, yeah, I'd love to see you throw a football to Flash Thompson, you fucking dweeb. Rough. And he's like, oh, that's pretty cold, guys. Gwen, and, uh, Gwen is like sandpaper. She's legitimately like 800, 800 grit. Still brillo pad. When you've had a shave and you put aftershave on, you're like, oh, this smells not. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Literally Home Alone too. That's Gwen. Gwen, Gwen is that. Stings, stings himself. Yeah, she's beautiful smelling, beautiful looking, but fuck me. It that stings. is a good analogy. There we go. That's what I'm here for, man. So, uh, feeling alone, he, he realises he's got to work to do, changes into his Spider-Man uniform and stakes out the museum as Spider-Man. Oh, Just, so the looter know, didn't get away with me? Yeah. He... No, he didn't. He fucked off. It's not very... I don't think it was very clear in the comic either because I, I, I just I didn't know what went on, to be honest. Um, but the meteor's still at the... Uh, museum and they're moving it they're putting it under arm guard and moving it out of the fucking museum because it was just someone tried to rob it a day ago um spider-man drops by the museum just in time to see the looter <laughs> taking the fucking meteorite oh. just as it's being moved 
So it's under armed guard. They're about to move it. He jumps in, fucking clears clears the house, takes the meteor. <laughs> it doesn't stop there, mate, because uh, Spider-Man confronts the looter, fists up. The looter gets a drop on him by like, deploying a helium balloon that just fucks him up into the sky. Oh, what is that, man? It's got a name. Is it Skyhook or something system like, like metal, yeah, like metal, like metal Gear? Gear fucking, yeah. Oh, no. We attach it to the ship and fuck it off the mother base. <laughs> Man's a diamond dog. Like the, boys, the boys have to eat. He's a diamond dog. There's the title. Man, so many Bowie references in this episode. Fucking yes. Um, But no, he, he fucks off. He literally takes the meteorite and fucks off. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just imagining him just like going up, up and away. No, what he doesn't, um, he doesn't take the meteorite actually. He fucks the meteorite at Spider Man and takes off. So he literally gets the meteorite and goes, fuck off. <laughs> and launches it at him. And he like kind of hits it with his hand, like a fucking just taps it. What if it's like a pumice stone? It's really light, like a fucking. No, I reckon that's like a fucking medicine, medicine ball, man. Like straight break your wrist. Ooh. Uh, no, he takes off in the balloon. He's like, up, up and away, Web. Gone. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man's like, oh, shit, that's cool. <laughs> he's like, wow, how about well, that? He genuinely nerds out whilst he's watching the villain flee. I think he's hopped. He's like, you know, this is a fucking, this is a challenge. I don't think it's really a challenge because Spider-Man's just had the drop on, like someone drop on him like twice now. And he's had just he just had shit thrown at him, and the other guy hasn't stayed for the fight. It's just been constantly like throwing something, and getting the fuck out of dodge. So, so he goes up, he goes up into the air, mate. And uh, Spider Man jumps on a flagpole <laughs> and springs off it after him. How would we know? Because obviously in New York there is a fuck ton of tall buildings. Like if one wayward gust and the looter is dead. This is what I'm saying. How does he get down? <laughs> Just gently breezes over the fucking wind in the clouds. Oh, this reminds me. I'm in like Cleveland, Ohio, when they had balloon fest, and they went, "We're gonna set the Guinness World Record for letting balloons off," and it went fucking disastrously. Like they put all these balloons, like millions of them. They set them off, and the gust of wind just blew them across the city and caused chaos. <laughs> it, someone got killed. What? Like, How? There's a boat. It blew, it blew onto Lake Erie, which is a lake that surrounds Cleveland. And there was a, got a fisherman. I shouldn't laugh. I should, I'm not laughing at it. But like, he got lost in like the storm, and they couldn't find him because of balloons. There's just fa- millions of fucking balloons. Oh shit! Fucked, ain't it? Oh my god! So he's went over his boat, and no one can see him. Like his body, essentially, because there's fucking millions of balloons on the lake. Is no one thinking about like the environmental dangers of that? Like, how many ducks and birds? That's and what I'm stuff saying. It's like this is a stupid, stupid fucking idea that only Cleveland could come up with. Like Cleveland, it's a fucking place. It's the only place that could do that. Ugh. Just imagine a cleanup crew going around with BB guns. <laughs> It'd be fun to not clean up. I'd, I'd fucking love to clean that up. Just like another day at the fucking office, just cigar chewing your cigar, shooting BB. Figure that's how the looter, the looter gets down. He's just popping holes in the balloon, like one every couple of minutes. And this is the thing: like anyone can track him. It's like he shoots up into the air really fast. When you're in the air, you're gonna be slow, and when you come down, you're gonna be slower. 
because this slowly the air comes out and you come down and people are just going to follow you to where you land and arrest you. I'm kind I'm kind of annoyed as well because Spider-Man's a big name at the moment in this. He's, he's made a name for himself. He's all over the newspapers and that, as we're led to believe. And the looter is like, right, the best way to get away from Spider-Man is to just fly straight up. Like, Spider-Man can't climb buildings. Like, Spider-Man can't just fucking web him and bring him down. Like, could you imagine how awkward it would be? <laughs> Think about this, man. If Spider-Man hit him with his web... <laughs> <laughs> gradually pulled him back down. <laughs> no, wait, what if what if Spider-Man just made a like a webbing ceiling over him and he just like brushed against it for hours? <laughs> and it made that much static electricity that you fucking killed him. <laughs> and thus Electro was born. <laughs> the thing like, is we know we know he can do that as well. We know he can build a web you know, some, some kids are just going to be aiming at the cunt with a fucking BB gun. Not to mention actual people with actual guns aiming at him. And the pigeons. Mate, fucking aircraft. <laughs> some straight like, no. <laughs> this is a t- he says as well, mate, this is perfect. He says, farewell fool, you were beaten by a superior intellect. Imagine <laughs> if you went straight into a power line like fucking Deadpool 2. <laughs> fucking spoiler alert, man. <laughs> Yeah, no spoiler at all. Fuck off. <laughs> Some people still haven't seen Deadpool 2. And all they know is there power lines involved. Good point. We can't. No, imagine if you went straight into a power line and just frazzled. Like, gone. Beautiful. What kind of vault this is? What kind of vault should be like useful for once and be like, the sky's mine? And just cut him out. <laughs> Welcome to my domain and just pecked him to death like the, in Jurassic Park 3. Isn't that how vultures oh, actually having... kill things as well? Like, they actually pick stuff up from a great height and just drop them. Nah, that's the eagles, man. When they kill the turtles, they pick them up and just fuck them. Like, oh. That's rough, man. But no, he goes into the sky. Spider-Man jumps off a flagpole and just goes, just chases him. Just get, lands on. He uses his webbing to make a harness to the balloon. So he's, like, strapped up to a harness attached to the balloon. And he's equal with uh, <laughs> um, the looter. And they just start punching each other. <laughs> Mid-flight. <laughs> Spider-Man just yeah, Spider Man straddling this full grown man with a balloon backpack. <laughs> just duking it so, out in the sky. Fucking Spider Man's webbing like goes because it, it obviously it's temporary and he falls, but he uses his reactions to grab the looter's ankle and the looter the looter's just shitting it. Like you must be fucking mad. He must be fucking crazy, mate. I love, I love how everyone that's took Spider-Man into the air has just been like, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> like, 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 whenever <laughs> Spider-Man goes up to... Like, the bloke's not strapped to a fucking balloon. <laughs> this, every time someone goes up to the air with Spider-Man, they just think that Spider-Man just doesn't have the balls to stay up with him. But he's just like, no, no. Like, you think I'm not fucking oh, ready kill to us. die. <laughs> And the best bit is he grabs onto the looter's angle, hoists himself up, and wraps his like waist around the looter's waist. Yeah, he's just proper get like like reverse cowgirl like on him. Fucking like UFC when they're like doing the ground and pound, but he's doing it yeah, in the yeah. air. Look, could you imagine if he actually knocked knocked the looter out like like stone cold, and he's still just like <laughs> he's still floating about <laughs> just. He just goes up. He's just, he just up against windows, <laughs> just like floating about the city. That's so good. That's so good. That he, wraps, he wraps him around. <laughs> he just smacks him out. 
and he's not he's like knocked out and Spider-Man's like rodeoing him down. Oh mate, I would have just left him floating about because then he'd go up into windows and he'd be like he'd be like like proper like just like his unconscious body. Yeah, no, should, should have just let him just float into the fucking Atlantic Ocean and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, too soon. No, um, he uh, he drops to the floor. Um, Spider-Man aids him by kind of slowly letting out the helium, but he's like limp. The gears are like attached to the and completely limp going down. <laughs> and uh, Spider-Man jumps off uh, as he's hitting the ground. And uh, gift wraps him for the police, and he shines the uh, spidey light on him. He's not standing; it's like he's having the piss off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! This has been an amazing comic. He's got his like arms like so for the the listener. Um, the there's a like a sagged balloon on the floor, oh. and the guy the the loot has passed out, and Spider Man's standing on a ledge, like head down, his arms on his waist, legs apart, with the, this like. Um, light on his waist shining down onto this like, unconscious body. <laughs> it's like I remember when I was when I was like a very young lad, and I'd go I'd go use a urinal for the first time, like a big boy. <laughs> and you're just there with your hands on your hips because you're so proud of yourself. You're just there, like yeah, and just pissing up against the wall, really hard piss. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Spidey's doing. <laughs> <laughs> The cops have got like batons as well, ready to beat the fuck out of this geezer. Oh yeah, like he's not already dead. Well, not dead, but out cold. <laughs> no, he's fucked. Um, that's the end. That's the best ending to a Spider-Man comic there has ever been. It's so good. Uh, that that's perfect. Uh, so that's it, mate. Next time we have the rampaging robots, and I like how Stanley signs off with enough said. I'm like, hang it, that's not enough information for those fucking things you've just shown me because one of <laughs> one of them is a nebulous like cthulhu being the next is this really fucking thin robot one's one's all tentacles and the other is just matchsticks yeah the rampaging rampaging robots take over next time but uh he's it's all done he's a he's a hero it's over that's it so no, say that's it that was fucking amazing can we just be clear yeah that was fucking incredible all like but I know, I know they're phoning it in. I know they're done. But that's the best way to kind of not do your like job. I, like I said, that the more that they don't give a fuck, the better it's getting. It's fucking. Gr- I'm. This is genuinely. I'm gonna say, fuck. If this be my destiny, this <laughs> is the one. This is penultimate, man. This is. I want to see a Spider-Man film now where it just goes to the sky. Fucking batters the geezer in a balloon. But this could only work in a comic book, man. I wouldn't want to see this on screen. This is this is deserves yeah. to be that. People deserve to pick that up and read it. It would be real sad if you had to watch Spider Man wail on a geezer in the middle of the sky for about twenty minutes. Until yeah, that, the looter quickly found that he was out of his depth. Like, oh yeah, you know, I got away with one there, but I don't quite brilliant. understand what his research was like. He was just like, I need money for my research. He's just like, well, you've already smacked a rock in. Like, how much more money do you need to just go about smacking rocks? Not much. But no, he failed he's, completely. He just goes up, goes up to a, to a lump of marble, smacks that, and goes, "Results inconclusive." Until <laughs> he fucking sprays all over him. <laughs> but man, uh, shall, shall we wrap up? I think oh, yeah, that's we've, done, we've, isn't it? we've we've 
we've turned yet another very very simple comic into like a fucking feature. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Our ability to spend the in-depth issues like, twenty minutes on those <laughs> and like, drag these runs out is fucking incredible. Right. This is what happens in in this huge arc where people have told us that it's the absolute penultimate Spider-Man thing. This is the reason how come I got into Spider-Man. Twenty minutes on it. This, this is where it's at. This yeah. is what's important. So uh, next week we'll have the robots. You can find us at Spidey Podcast. If you liked it, leave a review. Better yet, speak to us. You know where to find us. We told you at the start of the episode. Um, just a few shout outs, actually, man. If you wouldn't mind, Brad. Um, we'll shout out to uh, Dr. Spidey, of course, always there. Kevin, Amusing Moose, who is a newer listener who's starting to follow us, I believe. And uh, he feeds back every episode. And, you know, we appreciate that. Abby, of course. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Eric always Glenn, there. Detective Spidey, Drunk Pete Crew, Rob Murdoch, another new listener who has been uh, reaching out to us. And everyone else, if we forgot, if we forgot you, we haven't really because you're, you're, you're there in our heart. So uh, you know who you are. Yeah, we love we love the fact that we're building this little community and people are starting to share little talks with us and little little memes. We might have something in the works for you guys in means of a competition soon. Um, so watch this space. We'll announce that at some point. Yeah, and we'll, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. So uh, goodbye, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys.